0: welcome welcome my podcast family back with you again millie mill and unapologetic the number one podcast please don't forget to go like share and subscribe on the youtube channel unapologetic hashtag number one podcast and then the listening platforms on spotify itunes you name it uh unapologetic hashtag number one podcast as well but today We have a special guest, Mr. Lamar Cornelius, entrepreneur, artist, and so much more. So please stay tuned in and enjoy Unapologetic. How you doing, Mr. Cornelius? Hey, hey, how's it going, man? I'm doing pretty good. What about yourself? Uh, Man, I'm blessed, man. Thank you for asking. Uh, What's up, man? But thank you for... uh, joining the show man i really appreciate it and um, mm-hmm. you know i i seen your talents and skills on uh facebook and i'm like wow is, is this real And i'm like i <laughs> can really draw this i was okay <laughs> but uh um, yeah. welcome to unapologetic podcast family thank you thank you what what we try to do here is make our guests feel comfortable with a series of questions, of course. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, As far as that goes, who is Mr. Cornelius?
1: Okay. Well, I mean, to answer your question, really, uh, who Lamar Cornelius is or who Lamar Yosef is, um, it's pretty much, you know, one and the same, you know, my Mark Cornelius, but my artist name is Lamar Yosef. Now, how I came up with the name Lamar Yosef is um, it's is actually pretty biblical, you know. If you know anything about the story of Joseph in the Bible, you know that's kind of where I got my name from. But instead mm. of going with the English format of it, I decided to go with the Hebrew, which is Yosef, you know, or what some people might say the Yiddish version of it, you know. And um, Man, what I'll really made so me hard. choose? <laughs> yeah, what really made me choose that name though is because you know my stepdad's name is Joseph right? And he came into my life when I was, you know, a young kid. And you know, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. You see what I'm saying? And then, um, so I kind of wanted to make a contribution to my father. But not only that, but with the story of Joseph in the Bible, again, if you know anything about him, you know, he went into captivity and he was at the bottom of the bottom. He's at the lowest of the low. You see what I'm saying? Right. Uh, while being right. in captivity. But what he did was he kept his faith. He kept his trust in the Lord. You know, and by doing that, he was able he was able to persevere and to make it to the second highest ranking level in the land of Egypt. You know what I mean? So I wanted that to represent myself. And then I wanted, you know, because I have a logo brand that I have that I push out as well. So for anybody who's wearing my merch and who has that logo print on their chest, I want them to be able to reflect on that same story of Joseph in the Bible, correlate their own personal endeavors with that. Mm. I know that if they keep trusting the Lord, keep faith in the Lord, that they'll also persevere just like Joseph did. So you know, I, I thought the name itself was was self fitting, you know, and I felt like it could also serve other people. So I wanted to represent that image as well. So that's basically in, in a nutshell what Lamar Joseph is or who he is.
0: Ooh, man, that's deep, man. <laughs> that's real Appreciate deep. It. Like that's that's really um, I I feel that I really do. I can relate to that too, but as far as uh, who you are, as you explain that, mm-hmm. what what makes you an artist? Because a lot of people that I ask that, you know, do art or clay or whatever they use to uh, express themselves, uh, mm-hmm. they tell me that drawing is one of the hardest things because okay. you know, it's, it's the shading and the lines and stuff. But When you, when I, when I see your, your, your image and your pictures, it's like you're catching that emotion of that person right then and there, you know, Mm -hmm. with the details of the eyes and, and, and the expressions that they show. Right. uh, Right. Especially on your Facebook page, man. Uh, and if y'all want to go check out, uh, Mr. Cornelius' Facebook page, man, it is phenomenal. Uh, So please also go tune in on that. Um, If you do want to check that out, you
1: can find me at Lamar Yosef, you know, on Facebook. Or you can type in Yosef, with two F's, dot art on Facebook, and you'll find me there. You can check all that out.
0: There y'all go. But uh, as far as uh, your drawings go, when did becoming an artist, you know, start with you? Um. That's a really good question. You know,
1: I've get, you know, I've had that question asked to me a bunch of times, and um, it's hard to really say exactly when it started for me. I know as a kid, when I was nine years old, you know, I, that was the first time I actually picked up a pencil and was like, you know what, let me try to use this to draw something instead of just writing out, you know, an assignment for school, you know what I mean, something like that. Um, so it started at nine, but I was never really consistent with it until – Maybe 2017. Right. Wow, and that was when um yeah, and that's so I guess you could say I kind of started in 2017, but I've always had like a you know the, an act for it. like I you know people were saying then you should pursue it yeah you know right. it's like hey you're really good at it you should pursue it you know, but it took me until 2017 to really go after it, and um how that came about was um you know this girl that I started dating at the time. You know mm-hmm. her, her father. He, who's a, um, who's a, you know, famous comedian, by the way. Oh, um, who, and who that may be? Yeah, his, uh, his name is Michael Jr. Not sure if you guys know him, but uh, he's a, he's a very cool guy. You know, um, oh, I gotta look him up. Yeah. Man. You, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, she, she, I was dating her at the time, and her dad had this really cool picture of uh, himself and 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 you know his daughter, the girl that I'm, you know, dating at the time. And um she was like, you know, this is a picture that my dad loved so much, you know, he's reached out to so many artists and they they could not draw this picture, you know. That he's like, they look at the image because the image was taken back in like the early nineties, you know? Mm. So it was like kind of blurry, you know what I mean? Like it right, right, wasn't really right. up to date. It's so Not me, like how it know, is I'm, today. Exactly. <laughs> so me, I'm like, you know, let me take a look at it. You know what I mean? I'll see what it looks like. You know, I've I've drawn before, I probably can do it, you know. So I looked at the image and I'm like, oh yeah, this can be done. So, you know, lo and behold, I, I went on ahead and I drew the picture out and we ended up giving it to her dad as a surprise gift. We wrapped it up, we put it in a frame, you know, all that good stuff. And um, you know, when he opened it up, he was just blown away by it. And then uh from bet, there he was like, man. Hey, <laughs> yeah, he was like, Hey, you know, let me have a talk with you. And it was basically from that day. Uh, that I was inspired to pursue it more, you know, while sitting down with him. And he was like, listen, man, you got something here. You need to pursue it, you know? And again, so that was in 2017. And that's when I really, you know, started to pursue art, you know? But as far as like the shading and things like that, like, you know, when I try to do what I do, I don't necessarily think about it as being, you know, a, a form of art. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense. Like, for an example... For beginner artists, right, they say, oh, Mm -hmm. that's a circle. Let me draw a circle or let me try to draw the eye like me. You know, I I try to create forms kind of like when you mentioned clay, you know what I mean? You take the lid of the pencil and you maneuver it like clay. You see what I'm saying? Because the pencil, technically the pencil, you only draw with lines. But if you think of it as like forms and clay and molding and you move it as such, you know what I mean? Then that's how you get better shading and things of that nature, you know?
0: That's wow! I never thought about looking at art in that as as uh, a as drawing, at least in a way of clay. Wow! Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. You, you, have you, you have a you have a. I'm sorry, but you have a whole different perspective or or different things, man. It's just amazing.
1: Thank you, thank you, appreciate it. But yeah, uh, man, you know, um, I'm sorry.
0: Go ahead. Uh, what what type of artist would you describe yourself as far as drawing uh, objects or people or things? Like what would you prefer the most? Uh, And do you prefer um, capturing uh, only a certain type of image? Mm, That's a good question as well. um, Honestly,
1: I, I couldn't really tell you what I classify myself as, as far as being an artist. Because I think, like the name itself, like or the title itself, artist is just so vast. Like it's, it's you know, know, there's so many things that can go into being an artist. You know what I mean? Like you have uh, videography, photography. You have music. You know, the list literally goes on. You know, but you know, when it comes to what I do as an artist, um, some might say that you know, um, I'm I'm great at realistic drawings or paintings. You know, um, but for me, I don't want to confine myself to that box and say, oh, this is what I classify myself as, you know, as a realistic artist, because I want to grow and become, you know, uh, more than just a a painter or a drawer. I want to literally become a creator. Like, I feel I am a creator. So I don't know if that answers your question, but I wouldn't necessarily say I'm any specific type of artist. I'm just more so a creator. Whatever I feel at that time is what I try to create. And um, I would say, what I mostly feel all the time when it comes to me creating art is um I feel like I'm a I try to, you know, inspire people. So instead of creating any type of art, I try to create an impact with what I do. That's more so my focus, if that makes sense. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, that was a that was a good <laughs> blow right there. The the like man, the way you see uh the world today, I wish that our people and of the world would see you know, see it in a way that is for everybody, just like art. Absolutely, this world, is, this world is for everybody, and that's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. Even though we have, you know, we have yeah. our differences and stuff, that to me makes it art, in my opinion. But, right, right. But you know, uh, and
1: there's a saying too that I have that that kind of correlates with what you're saying. Like, you know, I, I try to tell everybody that I speak with if it's about art, you know, I tell them I say, hey. You know, life is a blank canvas. You know, your personal life is a, is a blank canvas and you hold the paintbrush. You know, the question yeah. is, is what are you going to do with it? You know what I mean? How do right. you want your life to be? You know, and, and whatever that is, paint that out. So even if you're a beginner artist, you know, expert, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, you're, everybody's an expert at their own life because we've all been through a lot of things. You know what I mean? So when you pick up that paintbrush in your life, and you look at your blank canvas, which is your life, be an expert at it, man, and paint exactly what you want. You know what I mean? And if the world look at that the same way, you know, we won't be socialized, you know, or put into these social constructs and things of that nature, man. And you can really, you know, um, have a better life for yourself. You know what I mean?
0: Everybody, you know? Oh, yeah. I agree with you 100% on that. It's just that there is so much negativity around us that, you know, it, mm-hmm. I feel like it. It's harder for those who don't know how to express themselves. You know, to have a voice, to make a voice. But absolutely. But what? How you're doing it, and how others that's doing other things, uh, like music, videography, that is their voice telling the world, "I'm here, and I'm ready to show you what I have." Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh. What what uh big projects have you done so far, and have you done any that uh that you presented to the public in a, in a way of like social media, uh you know the internet, mm-hmm. anything of that nature?
1: Um yeah, so there was two really big projects that I had. Well, one in particular that um you know Michael Jr. and all together. Um, that we pushed out. And I think it was back in 2018, if I'm not mistaken, but basically mm. what it was, um, you know, we did a whole docu- you know, documentary series on it. Um, right. I forget what the program right. was called, but basically it was a program. It, it was a, a nonprofit organization that kind of helps people in need, you know, um, whether it's the poor, you know, those right. who live on the streets, you know what I mean? or Or even people that's in the church itself, you know, you might not be able to pay your bills, you know, um, but we, you know, uh, we did a whole documentary series on that. We we captured other people's stories. You know, we captured my story and uh, we put it before the public. And then actually that video never reached Facebook itself. We just kind of only pushed it, you know, um, from church to church during events, things of that nature. But it never really made us to social media. Why is that? Uh, but for me personally, um, I, honestly, I'm not quite sure. I think it was more of a, a strategical uh, tactic on their end. Mm-hmm. They wanted to see how it would perform before they actually pushed it further. Because, you know, everything costs money and stuff like that. You know, you got to run Facebook promotions, all of that. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, but it never really reached the public per se. Um It might be on YouTube. I'm not sure. You could probably maybe find it on Michael Jr.'s page on YouTube. Um, But, yeah, it just basically bounced from church to church, like Gateway Church, you know, the, the South Lake Church, things of that nature. Um, so that was a uh, one big achievement for me, just the fact that I was able to work alongside Michael Jr. Um, I actually did a, a another drawing from him that wasn't portrait related, and um, what this image was, it was four guys, uh, fishing on a pier, and they had um, I forget what the fishing rod is called, but it's an old old fishing rod where you don't have a reel on it; you just, it's just basically a stick in line, right?
0: Right. Okay. If you know. Uh, Yeah, 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 I I used one of those
1: before. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the old school fishing rod, you just dip it in the water and pull up, you know. Four guys on the pier, you know, um, three guys were standing up. The fourth guy, which was in the middle, was sitting down. And if you looked at the image, you would notice the reason that he's sitting down is because um, he was missing a leg. He was maybe like an army veteran or something like that. Oh wow! Uh, and the gist of the image is well, actually, if you notice too, is that if you look at each of the four guys' lines, the guy who was sitting because he was missing a leg, his line was actually deeper in the water where the bigger fish were, you know. Whereas the other two, uh, other three guys were standing up, so their fishing line was a lot, a lot shallower along the edge of the water line, so they was only able to catch smaller fish. So uh, wow. the meaning behind that image. You know, it was um, basically your past might be harsh, but, you know, the Lord has set you up. Well, basically what it was was um, your setbacks can be your setups when it comes to the Lord. So his setback was he, he lost a leg during the war, right. perhaps. Right. Right. That's a setback because you can no longer walk or you can no longer fish the same way the other three guys do, you know, but. Because your setback was inevitably your setup, you were able to catch the bigger fish or to receive the bigger blessing. You know, so that was one piece that I worked worked on with Michael Jr., which was an achievement for me. Um, another one that I did have set up before COVID hit was I had an opportunity to work with uh Brendan T. Jackson. Um Wow. He and I was gonna um do an event here in Dallas. Um at uh, one of these clubs I forget the name but then COVID hit and you know we had to be on lockdown so oh, that yeah. didn't happen
0: yeah <laughs> I know yeah. I know how you feel brother I know exactly yeah. how you feel <laughs> and um, so um, that was
1: another one that I had set up man and you know I was looking forward to it didn't happen but you know maybe in the future it'll come back around who knows but you know
0: but I hope so man these are some uh, you you, you, you uh, move around you get around You got a lot of big things going on,
1: man. That's, that's, that's beautiful. Definitely, man. All praises to the
0: Lord for sure. You know, I need to pray extra hard. I need to pray extra hard today. But as far as, like you said, the pandemic, um, how have, have you able, been able to, um, do the same things uh, like before? Because I know it's like social distances and uh, you can't be in a crowd of people and all this stuff. And some people like mm-hmm. the draw, like sitting in the park and stuff like that. And has that mm-hmm. been a big effect on you and your platform while you uh, being down down in Texas?
1: Um, not really, to be completely honest with you. And the reason for that is because here in Texas, man, it's like the state itself has its own separate mind state from America. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like if, if, uh, I mean, obviously if, you know, if the mayor here and the government truly like buckles down on his will, listen, but you know, the pandemic, you know, wasn't really as bad, you know, here in Texas as it was with the other States, you know, eventually it got a little bad and they locked us down. But for the most part, we were still able to kind of, you know, go to parks and, you know, if I wanted to draw there, I could do that. Um, but, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it, it didn't really affect us too much. I would say the only thing that did affect me was the fact that I, I could no longer like, you know, maybe do, you know, art exhibitions or, you know, host art events and things of that nature that had to be put on hold. You know, like I said, with the Brandon T. Jackson setup, that thing had to be put on hold, you know. Right. Uh, so that was pretty much the only thing that held me back. But the fact that the pandemic made everyone stay at home, the only thing you could pretty much do to entertain yourself is either watch TV or be <laughs> on social media. Right. So, you know what I mean? So um, that actually, you know, helped with me helped me to grow a little bit more because, you know, a lot of a lot more people were able to see what I do just by browsing on social media, like, oh, who is this guy? Oh, his, his artwork is great. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Page and, you it know, is, man. And then, then that, yeah. So it just made me be a little bit more creative. You know, uh, as far as with trying to, uh, you know, accomplish the same that I was doing before the pandemic, you right? Know what I mean, or even better, it just made me, you know, try to be a little bit more creative.
0: But yeah, it didn't really hold me back too much. So, so pretty much, it, it you just evolved, you mm-hmm. adapted to the situation at hand. And
1: yeah, not- and, I, and I think that's the mindset that, uh you know, as a growing entrepreneur soon to be businessmen need to have you have to be able to move like water does and and uh problem solve and and you know be very resourceful and figure things out you know what i mean because you know no one's going to give you a handout last time your hand was held when you crossed the street was when your mom did it when you become a grown man or an mm. entrepreneur nobody's going to do that you know what i mean you have to figure it out yourself and when you know uh you know when a government goes down the drain you know and and you you're the one responsible for your own income because if you don't work, you don't get paid. You have to figure out how to obtain work or to continue to make money. You know what I mean? So
0: right. You know you gotta you, you gotta keep that head above the water, as they say. Absolutely, absolutely. Man, it's man. I could talk for hours, man. You you are intelligent as <laughs> man. Hey. It's, I just uh to. To hit on that topic with with how you just put uh, everything with you know as a business, my and growing into being your own entrepreneur, your own business, uh, businessman. What are some mm-hmm. of the challenges that you have faced, not as an artist, but as an entrepreneur? Mm. Like, oh man, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah,
1: um. There's been a lot, man. I, I think that, um, you know, I was actually talking to, uh, you know, my girlfriend the other night about this, and um, you know, there's a huge difference between, you know, being an entrepreneur, or a businessman versus being, um, you know, being simply uh, a nine to five employee. And no disrespect to anybody who, who works a nine to five, I don't knock it whatsoever. Um, but there's just there's a different mindset that you have. For an example, as an entrepreneur, you know, um, again, if you don't work, you don't get paid. There's no time frame for when you clock out like, you know, right. your business or your, your brand is a part of who you are as a person. And I think that was a learning curve for me sure. was being able to, um, you know, whatever brand that I wanted to represent, I had to make sure that that was who I was, you know, down to the core. You know, in, in true honesty, you know what I mean? Because if it's not genuine or it's not honest, then you can't grow. And that's not who you are. You are a lot. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, and I think that that's a difference between, you know, being, uh, you know, an employee when you work for someone. Because, for an example, when you get up and you go to work, as some may say, let me turn on. You know, uh, no disrespect to anybody, but my my white man's voice. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, me right, 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 right. Let me, let me, <laughs> you know, or on a on a physical level, let me put on my work uniform, right, before I go to work. But as an entrepreneur or as a businessman, you have to wear that suit twenty four hours a day, seven days seven a week. Day you a know week. what I mean? It has to be <laughs> absolutely. You know, so it's no taking it off, man. And I think that that was a a huge learning curve for me. Um, Because what also comes with, you know, understanding that is that, you know, you have to educate yourself more, you know, uh, when it comes to business, not even just art and how to create like on the business side of it, you have to educate yourself more if you want to be successful, you know, Um, or in other words, you have to give more effort to being an entrepreneur or to grow in that direction if you want to receive the best ROI or return on investment. whatever it is that you put your effort towards the less effort you put the less understanding you have or you receive from it and then the less return on investment you know what i mean so it was like these are things that i had to learn you know as an entrepreneur man and you know you know these are also things that you i feel you it's not easier for you to to learn these things as an employee or when you work for somebody else because your main focus is you know when you punch the clock then I'll come home and then I'll be me. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, you, who are you don't, you, you don't have
0: to wear that. I, I I'm not gonna call it a mask because it's who you are. Right, right. But right. it's 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 like a, a skin. Like your skin. Mm-hmm. You can wash it every day, but it's up to you to take care of the entire ecosystem, your body, whatever you call home. Mm-hmm. And you have right, to right, be right on that. I never thought of about it being in a different mind state because of, of the way that some people work hard. They all mm-hmm. uh, and, and somebody else's platform because of the benefits they receive from it. But right. it's like for a person like me, I see it as they only give you crumbs of, of the whole load. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, Mm -hmm. everyone can learn how to make bread. So why don't I help you? Why don't I teach you how to make your own loaf? And then Mm -hmm. whatever you want to do with it after that. But just to get that started Mm -hmm. is, I feel like, and a lot of us that's doing this now entrepreneurs we are mm. we're, we have a whole nother curveball coming at us now that 2020s you know, different influence. You know, it's it's like it's yeah. like you, you're you fighting with your, with your paintbrush in one hand and you try to make sure you smile with a <laughs> suit and a tie at the same yeah. time. And, and, and I and I mm. see it and I really do see it.
1: Yep, yeah. yeah, man. I mean, it, it's. With that question, man, there's there's so many, so many, you know, uh, things that I could touch on regarding, like, being an entrepreneur, man, and, you know, how hard it can be, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, you go through so many different emotions while trying to accomplish what you're trying to accomplish. And I think that, um, you know, the biggest thing or the biggest hump that every, you know, potential growing entrepreneur has to overcome is understanding what your purpose is you know what i mean because Mm. you know your purpose is where your passion lies right right if you're not passionate about what it is you're doing when you come across you know any learning curves or any other additional obstacles in your course like you might give up you know what i mean but if you're passionate about something you're not going to give up even if you you know like the bible says a wise man falls seven times but he gets up Seven times. You know what I mean? Like as an entrepreneur, yes. if you fall seven times and you're not passionate about what you're doing, one of them times you're gonna later and say, Skip that. <laughs> I'm gonna stay here, man. a matter of fact, grab hand me a pillow and a blanket. You know what I mean? Right. So, um I think that's another learning curve that I had to learn myself. And I think that uh, you know, anybody that's listening, you know, that's that's something that you know, maybe you could think of, you know, think on for yourself is, you know, what is your passion? You know what I mean? And Understand that before you truly step into entrepreneurship, you know, because for me, my what is art. Right. It's me painting. It might be me drawing. Right. You know, or any form of art. That's what the what is. But we have to understand the why. Why do you do what it is that you're doing? You see what I'm saying? And my why behind what I'm doing is so huge, man. It's so huge. And that's what keeps me going. You know, whether I fall seven times or whatever the case may be, you know
0: man uh one more question for you mr lamar man i I, man okay this is deep um i don't want to (laughs) stop uh as far as everything that you just put on the table man and then so much more is coming from you what is the end what not the end game but what is the goal Mm -hmm. what is one of the main goals that you have for yourself man my biggest goal is to um
1: is to turn the bible into a pictorial book that's my lifelong goal um and the reason behind that is because like i just mentioned that's what i personally feel is my purpose or that's where my passion truly lies so like Yes, I do portrait art. Yes, I do, you know, all these other different forms of art. But what I I really want to dive into, what, you know, my end game would be is creating biblical art, turning the Bible into a picture book. Because if you think about it, you know, as kids, when we started to learn how to read, it was easier for us to learn how to read when we had a book that had pictures in it. Right.
0: Right. You see the
1: picture, and then you can make sense of the words and what, what you might be reading just looking at the picture so itself. You could understand better, right?
0: What? So yeah,
1: yeah. My thing is, is with this Bible, you know, a lot of us don't quite understand what it is that the Lord is telling us or want us to know because we might not have pictures in it. Some people need to go back to the, you know, the roots of how we learn how to read it, you know, initially. You know, so if I could turn the Bible into a pictorial book man and and um you know give that to the community, you know what I mean um that would just be like uh, an all time high for me that's my end goal
0: uh, that's definitely where I'm headed and so uh to uh understanding, you're talking about every mm-hmm. single chapter in the Bible will have every a- single chapter wow.
1: Every single, more so, (laughs) I would say, more so, every book of the Bible. So, like, I mean, I'm aiming for every chapter, but that's, I would say, I want to gather the the most important, like the meat, you know what I mean? And Uh, and paint that in, yes, okay, and put that out there, you know? Okay,
0: okay, and I would would love that. (laughs) I would love because I have a hard time, You, you would understanding some of the, because it's. It feels like I'm, I'm i'm trying to read another language it, it is another language, yeah. you know yeah. so that i would love to have a book like that i, I picture day all day <laughs> right and, and if i could
1: say something about that just really quick i don't want to deviate
0: no go know, ahead man. but
1: um you know just to touch on what you just mentioned you know because i feel like everybody had had or, or currently has that problem when it comes to reading the scriptures is like, man, it's, it's almost like reading an alien language or Chinese or something. You know what I mean? And I yeah. think the problem with that is because, you know, we're unable to see ourselves in this book. You know what I mean? And I think part of that is because the way it was given to us or how it was initially taught to us. Mm. You know what I mean, it's no different than for some people like, you know, um, when you're in school. You might have a problem with learning history because none of it is your history you know what i mean yeah when we learn about yeah you know christopher columbus or when we learn about abraham lincoln and stuff like that like the only the only thing we really don't care about is, is abe on the money you know, you know what i mean we, we're not like yeah. when it comes to the history we, like we don't see ourselves in it so we're not really that amped to really listen or try to learn it and the same thing goes with the scriptures man and I, and that's why i want to turn it into a pictorial book because Believe it or not, you know, as as the Lord said, all nations that's in this world today is written about in the scriptures. You see what I'm saying? Uh. And when you're able to see yourself in that Bible and to know your true history, then it'll all start to make sense. You know, I actually did a, a painting um, and, and the concept of it was kind of like a jigsaw puzzle. And mm. I think that it kind of like for me, it highlighted my spiritual journey, you know what I mean? Um, As a kid coming up, it was like, you know, I've always sought knowledge. I always sought to understand and try to educate myself. You know what I mean? And along the way, I kept gathering these different puzzle pieces. You know, it was one moment I'm like, okay, Islam seems right or Christianity seems right or this seems right or Malcolm X said this. And, you know, so I was gathering all these different puzzle pieces. And then one day I finally jumped right back into the Bible because I'm like, you know what? Let me go back to home, which was the Bible for me. And I started reading, man, and reading, reading. And I found that one missing puzzle piece to put everything together, finish the piece, and then I look at the image and it all made sense. It was clear to me. You see what I'm saying? And so I got a think about that that I want to, again, this will probably be in the Bible itself, in this pictorial Bible that I want to do. Right, right, That way other people can reflect, because I know it's a lot of people out there right now who, you know, have their own different perspectives or their own puzzle piece themselves, and there might be that one that you're missing for everything to come together and make sense. You know what I mean? And who knows? It could be, you know, um, me doing this Bible, or it could be this podcast, or whatever the case may be, you know, but. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, man,
0: yeah. man, I I appreciate everything. it's an honor to talking. Like I guess a blessing thank you, thank to you. hear that hear that from from uh, another brother, another future business partner, business uh, community Absolutely. leader, all that and then some, and. Also, I want to say to to everybody out there, uh, please go to this page, Lamar uh, Cornelia's book. The pictures are breathtaking. Also, Instagram Lamar Yourself underscore Art Talk Yourself underscore Art. Thank you, my brother. Absolutely. Uh, to speak with me man it it, it was excellent I'm glad I I, I wasted my I I didn't waste no time I actually gained (laughs) I gained information and, and, and a new friend and uh absolutely absolutely don't forget everybody to go like share and subscribe on the YouTube channel unapologetic hashtag number one podcast and also unapologetic hashtag number one podcast on iTunes Spotify all listening platforms that are out there thank you my brother uh please feel free to text me or call me when your next project is is you going it's coming along i will i want to actually come down there and see it for myself um, okay i gotta be there in person so absolutely but I appreciate you a... having me on yeah
1: i no appreciate doubt, you man. having me on man is definitely anytime. a great
0: experience yeah Anytime. Well, thank you, man. Enjoy the rest of your day down there, man. I know it's piping hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels good, actually, I, though, you know. <laughs> man, I, I I don't know how you do it, man, but stay safe out there, too. Uh, And you guys out there that's listening, stay safe as well, and stay blessed. Thank y'all for tuning in to Unapologetic. Thank you, my brother. You have a good one.